have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight From The Chest. My name is Justin Groth, and I am your host on this personal development podcast. Guys, if you're new to the channel, I want to welcome you, and I want to thank you that are, those for those of you that are new, those of you that are old, for giving me your listening ear, for giving me your time. It means a lot to me, man. So we're getting started pretty late here. <laughs> it's like 1040 on, I'm recording this on a Saturday night, um, Normally, we're a little earlier than that. Anyways, it doesn't matter, but better late than never. And we're talking about destiny, and we're going to talk a a little bit about atheism here. (laughs) Um, Those are the two overcasts that I want to just, I want to blurt out in the beginning because this is going to be a little bit oriented around God. So if you're an atheist or you're just not religious, this is probably not the podcast for you. Won't hurt my feelings if you turn me off. It's fine. There's a message that I feel like I need to get out and I'm going to get out whether you like it or not. So anyways, remove yourself from the podcast if you're not about that. And uh, for those of you that are, please just stick with me. Hopefully you gain some perspective on this and hopefully it, it can apply to your life and it can actually progress you and make you a little bit better with regards to whatever the message is. And honestly, I know what I, I feel like I know what I'm going to say, but it could go a totally different direction. So just bear with me. That's generally how these podcasts go. It is more so than not authentic and it is, um, off the cuff. So, and, and it, obviously it's the title of the podcast from the chest. So it is that for the most part, I mean, um, that I wanted to talk about destiny only because I talk a lot about purpose and I believe that destiny is its, you know, is his right hand man as well, um, to purpose. But destiny is a lot bigger than we can even comprehend. And destiny is a lot more complex. And, but destiny deserves, deserves to be talked about because, you know, and it's very, it's, it's even hard for me to contextualize here because it goes to the ends of my education and my experience and everything. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I just want to, I want a pretense here. I am not in any way credentialed to speak on destiny, but God gives me little downloads and I try to make out what those downloads are the best I can. And I try to then convey them to you, the listener Um, or if you're watching on YouTube to the viewer, but destiny is something that we can't, that doesn't necessarily start or end with us. It's something that we're a part of. And, you know, I just thought about this other day, Pandora, if you listen to Pandora, um, or any listening, listening medium, whether it's Slacker radio, whether it's Pandora, whether it's Spotify, whatever. Um, when you listen to these stations and you, but more specifically Pandora, and I know this directly from Pandora, but they have an algorithm set up 
And the algorithm is such that when you listen to something, if if you like it, you listen all the way through, it it translates to a specific metric system within Pandora that you like this song because you listen to it all the way through. And then it gives you a song that's kind of similar for the next song, right? So I've always thought about this. What if, is that song going to be the same whether you click in the beginning out of it or if you let it ride all the way to the end, is that next song going to be the same song regardless? It's probably not going to be the same song because if you click out of it in the beginning, let's say 10 seconds in, Pandora is going to recognize that as, look, you didn't like the song, which is the reason why you skipped, right? But if you listen to it all the way through, whether or not you're paying attention to the song or not, that song is going to, I'm sorry, Pandora is going to recognize it as, look, you like that song, so I'm going to give you another song like it within the same genre, within the same text, right? So you start, so now Pandora starts to learn you and starts to learn what you like, what you don't like. And it sets you up on this specific metric system that they have in, in, you know, already, already established within their, their system. And now it gives you things that you like and only that you like so much so that now you can almost predict what songs are coming next or what song is going to play immediately when you turn on that specific radio station within Pandora. And so oftentimes your life, like when we, as we live life and we go out day to day, we, we can think that we're doing things in a way that is conjunctive to what we want to do. And different people that enter our paths and different opportunities that happen for us or happen against us because there are times that we come into trials and challenges. We think that, well, this is just, this is just the way it happened. This is, this is kind of, um, I'm having to navigate around this now or whatever. And I oftentimes think that all that was already pre-planned and that, there's a bigger, more benevolent agenda behind it that's predicated on an algorithm from God. And I believe that that algorithm is set up in such a way to not just give us things that we want, but to give us things that we need. And sometimes the format in what we need isn't something that we want. And it's something that is there as terms of a trial or a challenge and we have to face that and we have to contend with it, but we're going to make it out. And when we make it out, we make it out more resilient, more refined. Unlike an agenda sized algorithm from Pandora or YouTube that only feeds you stuff that you like, that's going to keep you on that platform longer. And that's not necessarily God's agenda. God's agenda is there to make you better, to make you more refined, to mold you into the thing that he needs to create his plan through you that's going to inevitably lead to your destiny through him on this earth, but at the same time, additionalize onto his plan, his entire plan that's tethered together as an as a as one unit that you can't see that you can't dissect that you can't explain but it's all 
in an attempt to amalgamate together for the better of his progression, his kingdom, his life on earth here, or as it is here. So essentially, you're a tool in the mix, right? You're a tool in the mix. You're something that needs to be here in order to keep this thing going, riding on the railroad, riding on the railroad, right on the, on the tracks. So oftentimes we think it's just about us, our destiny, our purpose, and we don't think that we're in, in part an association or a contribution to something much bigger than what we can even conceptualize here, but we are. You know, this is something that you can think of it like this. When you when you skeet rocks in the water, whatever that's called, you're the rock. And that rock is leaving rippling effects throughout the water. The water, you can see the water is the, as as essentially the foundation in how in in where you're or what's no, nah, not the foundation. Let me just make it not complex. You are the rock, the tool, so to speak, and you are being thrown and leaving rippling effects that's going to generate, obviously, a wave through the different generations to come. But what you see right now is only what you can endure and what you're going through and the activity that you're, that you're, that you're, um, that you're part and parcel of. But the rippling effects are what's going to be left for the generations to come and how it's going to affect the generations after you. So what's going on in your life right now isn't necessarily just for you. This is about other generations that are going to benefit from you. But you need to do your job right now and you need to list, you need to understand the algorithm that's being set in place in front of you that I think is tethered to your destiny in your one lifetime and go through the challenges, go through the opportunities, discern and discern the opportunities, discern the, through the right people, discern through the right, through the right, through the trials rather and the challenges that come your way because not everything is going to be stuff that you want, but they're going to be things that you need. And that's what God gives us. He gives us those things that we need. And that's oftentimes why I even do these podcasts because I feel like there's things that I know that benefit me to know and they might benefit you. But if we're not listening and we're not paying attention or we're selfish or we're self-centered and, and trust me, I'm all those things multiple times. I have been multiple times in my life. And those are the things that I'm trying to get away from. It's hard, especially when we, we can only understand the day and, and the moment and where we are because we're not smart enough to understand anything different than that, nor should we be arrogant enough to understand anything different than that. But what I want to tell you now is that I really believe that there is much more of an orchestration at work than what we can conceptualize right now. And this is all part and parcel of your destiny. But what more, more, but moreover that how you're going to be using contribution to God's lifelong legacy that's going to affect generations down the, down the road. So looking at it from a perspective of here and now isn't what you should be doing. What you should be understanding is that this is a pre-ordained algorithm 
that's set up not to just give you what you want, but to give you things that you need in order to become more refined, in order to become more resilient. And yes, there's going to be blemishes left on you as a byproduct, but those blemishes (laughs) are not produced in vain. This is something that needs to happen in order for God's kingdom to come to this earth and to show out through you what he can do through people. It's not something that should just be abdicated from. You should not abdicate yourself from that algorithm. So let's say you're an atheist. Remember I talked about atheism in the beginning. This is where this is where it bleeds in. I love how atheists, I love having conversations with atheists, first of all, because they're very interesting people. More often than not, they're narcissistic. But then again, we're all somewhat narcissistic in some way, shape, or form, right? Some are a lot, some are a little, whatever. We're not even going to get into that. But I love how atheists like to dispel against God or that there is a God or that because we can't define God, and because science can't explain him, we we don't we don't understand it. He's a myth. He doesn't exist. The stories that were told 2000 plus years ago don't apply to real life because things are different, economy is different, humanity's different, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So God, because we can't essentially explain God and because science can't explain God, then there is no God. But These same people that will say, we can't explain God, therefore, we don't adopt him in our life, will be the same people to accept a miracle when it happens in their favor. Now, let me give you some context behind that. Miracles are something that we can't explain, at least to my understanding, we can't explain miracles. But let's say your grandpa's in the hospital with stage four cancer and the doctors are saying, And by the way, atheists, doctors are your comrades because they're more grounded in science than they are religion, most of them, okay, generally speaking. They're saying, look, your grandpa, not going to make it. And the fact that he's praying to a God is laughable. I mean, it's not laughable. They're not like mocking him, but they're just like, you know, amongst their doctor peers are, are basically laughing at the fact that he's praying when... They know better because they know the science and they seen the report and they understand this guy's not going to make it. He's, these are all of his stats here. Everything, all the empirical data says and states that he's not going to make it with this particular disease, etc. And then all of a sudden, unbeknownst to them and their scientific knowledge and understanding, he makes it out. They say that's a miracle, but they can't explain it. They can't explain it. They can't explain the miracle. They can't explain why he didn't die. And if that's your grandpa, if you're an atheist and that's your grandpa, are you going to tell me that because science can't explain why your grandpa made it out, you're not going to accept it? You're not going to accept the fact that you had a miracle happen to your grandpa or a miracle was bestowed upon your grandpa? Of course you're going to accept it because it's in your favor and it benefits you. But why wouldn't you adopt? Now you adopt that miracle. Why wouldn't you adopt the God that you can't explain? Because scientists scientists and, and research can't explain to God or can't define God, where he comes from, how he came into existence. 
You you dispense with that and you contend against that, but you won't contend against the miracle because the miracle happened in favor for you. And the great part about God is that even when you abdicate yourself from God and his philosophies or his axioms and any religious behavior that you choose to have been abound by, even when you abdicate yourself from God, who's to say that he abdicated himself from you? Because you, he loves you so greatly and so unconditionally to which you don't even understand that he's still at the helm. Even when you're, you know, meandering down the mire, he's still at the helm guiding you. Meanwhile, you think you're paving your way. Unbeknownst to you, he's still guiding you because he still understands that when he puts certain opportunities in your life, even though you're wayward right now, he'll put certain opportunities and blessings and, and doors to open in your life that are going to that are going to present a miracle, so to speak, to happen. And it's going to realign you back with him. And then he'll have you because he loves you. And that's what he wants the entire time. He's going to fight for you. And he's going to fight for the atheist too. Just because you choose to go wayward, just because you choose to try to run your life on your own, doesn't mean you're actually doing so. Because it's all a part of a master plan that you cannot understand, that you cannot dissect. You just can't. Like you can't explain the miracle. Like you can't explain God. Like you can't define God. Well, you couldn't define the miracle anyways, but you still adopted it, right? Because it was in your favor. Guys, that algorithm that algorithm is preset. That's what I believe. And that's what I'm going to choose to believe, even though I don't really know. I'm going to choose to understand things that I'm going to choose. To, I'm sorry. I'm going to choose to believe something that I can't even see or understand or understand the effects of or understand why it's in in a, why it's in it in a concert in a concerted effort in my life I don't understand but I'm going to choose to not understand I'm going to choose to live that way because that to me is far more appreciable and grateful and viscerally known than the alternative destiny Destiny is nothing more than a preset algorithm by God. And you're a part in this destiny. And he's counting on you to do your part. He's counting on you to make it through the challenges. He's counting on you to be refined and redefined by what he throws your way because he's given it to you because you need it for where he's going to take you. And not only where he's going to take you, but where he's going to take generations. But you're a part of the plan. Don't drop out just because it's hard. Don't drop out because you don't understand. There's many things we don't understand. There's the most profound, prolific, and paramount things we don't understand. Miracles are one of them. 
God is another. We don't really, we can't define him. We can't define a miracle. But we should never choose to abdicate ourselves from those two prolific elements. Just be ready to be thrown. Be ready to be the rock and be thrown because when you're thrown, you're going to make ripple effects that are not going to just benefit you in the here and now, but going to benefit generations down the line. So if you've been thrown before, get ready to get thrown again. And if you've never been thrown, then get ready to be thrown. Because it's happening, but it's happening for the benefit of humanity and it's happening for the benefit of your destiny. Done.